the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The Bible teaches us that God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to get and do things that we otherwise would have never got or done. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't walk through, for whatever reason, Satan convinces me and you, will never receive or achieve what God has in store for me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for us so that we can step into all the things that God has waiting for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3. So I can share a mighty word with thee. (laughs) Glory to God. About what the Lord wants to do for and through you this year. That's if you've got an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you today. If you do, I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. If not, well, praise God. As always, it's just good to see you up in church. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But I suggest strongly that you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you today. I guarantee you that you're going to have an opportunity to be able to step into a life that's lived his way. An opportunity to be able to move forward into the tremendous things that God has planned for you and the ease of doing things the way God wants you to. You're going to get an opportunity to be able to step into the things that God has in store for you in the name of Jesus. Have an ear to hear what the Lord has to say. Revelation chapter 3. We'll start reading today at verse 6. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these things. Saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, He that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Listen to what he said. He has opened before us, he has before us an open door. There's an open door of opportunity that's available to each and every one of us this year that is literally staggering. The Lord wants you to know that this is the year of the open door. This is the year of a door which he has opened and no man can close. And and, and, uh, and it's a year of a door that he has closed and no man can open. 
God has closed the door for all the nonsense that's been going on and coming into the, in, in the midst of your life, all the difficulties, all the strife, all the confusion, and all the sickness too, poverty, and all the things that's trying to manifest that Satan wants to manifest for you. God is closing a door for each and every one of those things to be able to come into the midst of our lives. And he has opened the door for a, flo- of, a, a floodgate of awesome blessings to be able to manifest in each and every one of our lives. All the things that God has promised before the foundations of the earth. All the things that he has declared even before the foundations of the earth. All the things that he has completed and, and now he wants to be able to have them manifested in the midst of your life. And God has opened a door for you to be able to have those things manifested in the midst of your life. Yes, he has. God has opened a door for these things. He says, he says, for thee who has an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the churches. God is saying this to his churches to the called out ones, to the ones who are uh, his dwelling place, to the people of God, to the children of God, to the heirs of God, to the joint heirs with Christ, to the people who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. God's got a word to say to you, and he's hoping you have an ear to hear what it is he has to say too. He's telling you that I who am holy, I who am true, I who have the key of David, I've opened a door that no man can shut and, and, and close a door that no man can open. Because he knows your works, but he wants you to behold that he set before thee an open door. Notice this before thee, which means that it's right there in front of you. All you have to do now is just walk through, walk through into the tremendous life that God has in store for you because he's opened a door for you that can't no man open. And excuse me, that can't no man close and that he himself has opened. He's opened a door for each and every one of us to be able to step forward into the tremendous life that God has planned for you. Those dreams, those desires that he's placed on the inside of you this year, the door is open for you to be able to move forward into those things that he's planned for each and every one of you. That is, of course, if that plan is in line with the will of God. Praise God. Because a lot of us got some desires that don't line up with God. Amen. And we want to be able to walk through that door is shut. And you're going to find out that you ain't going through that one. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He says, for thou hast a little strength and hast kept my words and has not denied my name. And so because of that, he has made sure that this door is open for each and every one of us. This is a year of an open door. And we need to realize that so that we can step forward into the things that God has in store for us. But he's been sharing with us over the past three weeks how it is that he wants us to enter into those things that he has in store for us. Turn to Hebrews chapter 4 what it takes to be able to move into those things that he has in store for us. Because the Lord wants us to move into them. It's why he created us. We were created for such a time as this. Now it's time for us to be able to move forward and move forward and receive those things that have been clenched in Satan's fist. So because God's going to cause those things, that door, that, that door to be open so that you can be able to move forward and receive what it is he has in store for you. Hebrews chapter 4, starting with verse 1, we've been learning about what it is that it takes to be able to step into what God has in store for us. We learn also that this is the year of the rest that brings the rest, the rest that brings the rest, that this isn't anything that you're going to have to struggle and strain for. This isn't anything that you're going to have to go through unnecessary pain for. This is going to be a thing that you're going to be able to enter into a rest which will bring you the rest. Verse 1 says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why is that? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Oh, see, we're going to not only have an ear to hear that God has opened a door for us, but we're going to mix faith with that so that we can step forward into that. 
Because we learn right here that there's a people who heard what he had to say before, but did not walk through that open door. But we're going to be a people that's not going to be able to receive the less that they receive and the lack that they receive, but we're going to receive the more that God has opened the door for us to receive. Because we've learned what we need to do, and that's mixed faith with what it is that he's saying to me and you. Verse 3 says, For we which have believed do enter into rest. Which shows you how to enter into this rest. It's by believing. We're going to believe. Everybody say believe. We're going to believe the report that God has said unto us. We're going to believe what it is that he has said unto us. We're going to believe. And everybody say believe for real. Because a lot of us have been fake believing, but now it's time for us to really be believing. Many of us have been just saying what it is that God said without believing a word of what he has to say. But yet now we're going to learn to believe and speak. Believe and speak. We've been speaking, hoping to believe, but we're going to believe and speak. Are you listening to me? Verse three, for we have believed, for we which have believed do enter into rest. And he said, as I've sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundations of the world, for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. And they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Not only did they not believe, but they had unbelief. Excuse me, not only did they not mix faith with, their, with what he said, but they operated in unbelief. They just didn't believe what he had to say. And so we're going to believe so that we can be able to enter into the things that he had in store for us. Verse 7, again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. There's a rest waiting on me and you. There's a rest waiting for us to be able to step into too. A rest that's going to allow us to be able to receive the rest that God has in store for each and every one of us. A rest that's going to cause us to quit struggling and straining, to going through all these difficulties and living this hard life and this hard bondage and all this other difficult stuff that we got to deal with. Sicknesses, diseases, uh, other things that causes us to lose our ease, uh, situations and circumstances that we're dealing with each and every day. Hard-headed people, hard-headed kids, come on up in here, uh, difficult bosses and all this other kind of stuff. It's time out for all this stuff. God's about to allow you to enter into a rest, which will allow you to believe the rest of what it is that God has in store for you. A life of good, a life of ease, a life that will cause both you and the Lord to be pleased. Are you listening to me? He says in verse 9, there remaineth a rest, therefore, therefore, uh, a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he hath also ceased from his own works, as God did from his. It's time out for us doing our works that did not bring us the results that we uh, were supposed to receive. But it's time for us to step into the works that God wants us to step into so that we can receive all that it is he has in store for us. Because many of us, although we're hearing that God says these things are available for us, are stepping out still trying to do it our way. But this is a year where the people of God are going to drop their way and pick up God's way. Drop their thinking and pick up God's thinking. Drop the what they think is all that it should take and everything else above that is just, that's just too much. I don't, I don't agree with all of that. Well, no, it's now it's time to agree with the living God and begin to do what it is he has in store for you. Agree with the living God and agree with the calling that he has in store for you. 
There's people all up in this room that deny and are trying to run from the calling that God has in their life. But you can run and you can run, but I guarantee you the life that you live is not going to be fun. Are you listening to me? Because it's time for you to step into what it is that God has called you to do. It's time for you to accept who God has created you to be. It's time for you to quit trying to be everything else other than the person that God created you to be. It's time for you to be the born-again, Bible-toting, yellow-pen marker, Mark eleven twenty-three, quoting, spitting, getting Christian, who's got the devil on the run and living a life that's shown up is fun. It's time for you to be prosperous. It's time for you to be healed. It's time for you to be rich. It's time for you to be able to walk in the fullness of the power that God has in store for you. It's a time. It's a time, it's a time right now for us to step into the fullness of what God has in store for us. Are y'all listening to me? Let us labor, therefore, it says in verse 11, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. It said, let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. Everybody say, that rest. Say, Lord, I want that rest. He tells you in the very next verse how to step into that rest. It says in verse 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of their heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Glory to God, seeing that then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. That's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to hold fast our profession. Because, see, in order to hold fast our profession, we got to believe it. Because most of us don't hold fast our profession because we don't believe it. A lot of us say what God has to say, but then when we see something else come our way, then we drop what God has to say and begin to start doing something other than what it is that God has to say. Because we don't really believe what God has to say. But this year, I said this year, we're going to learn to believe what God has to say and believe that that is the way that we should do it each and every day. And that we're going to drop all this other mess and step into this life that God got us for us that's called blessed. We're going to stop all these other things that we are doing and lock into what God has in store for us to do it, has for us to be doing. We're going to drop those books that are, 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 are that we're reading that has everything else other than the Word of God, and it's time for us to now pick up the Word of God and find out what the Word of God has to say and begin to start living that way so that the Word of God, which is quick and powerful, life-giving, that word quick means, life-giving. That Word wants to give you a life, but if we don't receive that Word, it can't give us the life that we have in store for us. And that life is in that word. It is encapsulated in that word. And when we get that word on the inside of us and believe it, it opens up the capsule to be able to release the life inside of your life that God wants you to be able to live. There's a, there's a rest that's waiting for you in the word of God that God has spoken to you. There's a rest that's waiting for you so that you can be resting from the sicknesses that have been plaguing your body. God wants, to rest, wants you to rest from that. He wants you to come free of that. He wants you to be healed from head to toe, but you got to believe that God's word is true and that that which he has said for you, then that can be so, that that can be what it is that can manifest in my life. But we got to hear it in order to believe it. And, and, and that's why he says in the very, that very first verse we read in Revelations that he that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say. Now, I know the believers have been hearing, but you ain't been hearing. 
I know the believers have been hearing, but you ain't been hearing. We've been hearing like that's something nice that's available for me, but I don't really know whether or not that's me or is that just he. But you're going to find out this year, no, this thing is for you, that this is something that God's going to do for you. I didn't say something that God wants to do. I said something that God's going to do for you. I said going to do for you because you're going to believe it and you're going to receive it. You're going to believe it. You're going to receive it. You're going to know it, and then you can show it. And you'll be able to demonstrate it in the midst of your life, and, and, and a life that's uh, devoid of difficulties and strife, a life that is uh, living out the rest that God has in store for you so that you can receive the rest of the things that God has in store for you. Are you listening to me? He says, so we have not a high priest, verse 15, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Oh, see, he knows what you're feeling. He knows what you're going through. He knows how difficult you think it is for you, but yet understand also that he's a high priest that although he knows the feelings of your infirmities, the rest of that verse says, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. He did not miss the mark. He held fast to everything that it is that the word of God had to say, lived out what the word of God had to say, and because of that, God brought him through on that very day. Verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, I'm telling you, saints, there's grace to help in time of need. God comes full, sending his son full of grace and truth to be able to share with us what's necessary through the word of God so that we can step forward into the fullness of what he has in store for me and you. And this year, we're going to receive all that it is he has in store for us too. Let the church say amen. Amen. Turn over with me, please, to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say unto you today. You're going to be blessed. Matthew chapter 11. We'll start reading verse 27. Letters in red. We see Jesus is speaking. If you don't have a Bible with you, there's one sitting right in the seat pocket in front of you. Suggest you to open it up and take a look at the word of God because it's the word of God that's going to set you free. Matthew chapter 11, verse 27. All things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the, the Son will reveal him. This year, you're going to be, have a revelation of the Father like you've never had before. This year, you're going to have a revelation of the Father like you've never had before. You're going to know him like you've never known him before. You're going to know him intimately. You're going to know him deeply. You're going to know him with clarity and understanding. And you're going to know him as a manifester of everything that he has said. Not just a promiser of what he said, but a manifester of what he has said. <laughs> watch and see, watch and manifester. Oh, did I say manifester? A manifester of what he said. Uh-huh. Verse 28. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We read over in Hebrews just a moment ago where he said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now he's telling you where to come. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We already found out that that rest that he's talking about right there is that he wants to give you, he wants to relieve your burdens. He wants to take away the difficulties in the midst of your life. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. It's starting your soul. It's going to start in your soul. 
He's going to give you information that you're going to hear that's going to begin to start going in. Remember that we learned that that word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It'll pierce and divide asunder the soul and the spirit. The you that's on the inside of you who believes every word that God has to say will be separated from the soul that doesn't always believe what God has to say. But then it will go in and begin to start discerning what's all up in your heart, what's all up in your head, what's re- causing you to be able to live a life that's dead. And it will show it to you so that you can be able to begin to start seeing the left, the parts of your thinking that don't line up with him, which have gotten in the way of what God has tr- attempted to provide you. There are people in the midst of this room right now who are angry with God. You won't present it on the outside, but on the inside, you're angry with God because you believe that God didn't come through for you and do what it is he said you would do. But God says, I'm going to show you that the problem was you and the thinking that was on the inside of you. And I'm going to show you your thinking. I'm going to show you the thoughts that caused you to not believe that my word was true and was hesitant, causing me not to be able to do what it is that I wanted to do. But you're going to see that it is me that was always there with thee that be able to brought you through. And and I'm still waiting to do the things that I said I would do this year. I'm going to show you like you've never seen before so that you can be able to drop that thinking and walk boldly through my open door this year. I'm going to show you like you've never seen before any other time that you can be able to step forward into the blessings that previously were mine. But they'll be yours as you do what it is that I tell you to do. And you'll see that this year I'm going to come through for you. There's people who've been who are angry with God, upset with God. But this year. God's going to show you what it is that you need to see so that you can be able to step forward in a total victory. He said in verse uh, uh, 28, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. It's not difficult to live a Christian life. It is not. And it's a good thing to live a Christian life. Because you're going to get a ch- an, an opportunity to, this year to be able to step forward into the things that God has in store for you, receive the things that God has in store for you, so you can know the things that God has planned for you. Turn to John chapter 6. Make that Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Let's go there first. This is a year, saints, for you to do what God is telling you to do. This is a year for you to do what God is is telling you to do. With that said, you ought to purpose on the inside of you that I'm going to do what God said for me to do. I'm going to do what God said for me to do. Now, when you say do what God said you to do, it means do all of what he wants you to do. Not the parts that are comfortable for you and not other parts. Because many times it's those other parts that we don't do which causes us to never receive the things that he has in store for me and you. But we're going to make a decision within ourselves to do all of what God says and has for us to do. Our household is at stake. I said our household is at stake. Matthew chapter 7. Let's start reading in verse 24. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that, that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man. Of course, the word foolish, and biblically speaking, is one who conducts themselves as though there is no God, which means that even the children of God can be foolish. 
Even the children of God can conduct themselves as though there is no God. We can do things, live life. We can conduct ourselves, open our mouths and talk and, and conduct ourselves in what we do like God is not really true. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that there really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors that He's opened for me and you. That we walk through into the awesome things that are waiting me and you. If you want to get a message in this entire just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding area, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up and to the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all of you sisters out there to do. We invite all of the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come by our Blessed Woman of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. In Ackley, feed you naturally. We're going to feed you spiritually, too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, the VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple scissors with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through. And let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing work we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.